Hello and welcome to the Social Entrepreneurship Diaries. My name is Andrea Barbosa and you're about to listen to a special episode called The Wise Path to Inclusion. This is in addition to our series of six, a sort of bonus track that was made possible with the support of Atrezes, a Portuguese collective that I will shortly tell you about. Before I start, I must give you some context. After publishing the last episode of this series, I moved back to Portugal. Life here is full of ups and downs, and I mean both the hilly streets of Lisbon and society as a whole. The inequality index here is amongst the highest in Europe. This, and the fact that I have my roots here on this uneven ground, are only fueling my interest in social entrepreneurship. I want to learn about what is being done here and find out how I can best contribute. I started by volunteering at Fruta Feia. Remember Fruta Feia, the cooperative that inspired me to start this podcast? They are active and growing. Helping them unload big bags of ugly fruit and vegetables is a lot of fun. But I had other encounters and one of them led to the making of this special episode. Atrezes is an association based in Porto. They are committed to promoting civil society organizations and collective action. And they are the coordinators of a European study about wises and the challenges in human resources that this kind of enterprise is facing. WISE, W-I-S-E, is an acronym for Work Integration Social Enterprise. It is a particular kind of social enterprise whose goal is to provide jobs to people who are in a disadvantaged situation regarding the regular job market. But anyway, the study has been going for two years and the results have been published now at the end of October. Atrezes was looking for a way to further disseminate its findings and I was happy to gather them and cook a special episode of the Social Entrepreneurship Diaries. Perhaps the best way to start is to step into one of the 10 wises that took part in this study. Meet John Pitt, founder of My Enterprise. Yeah, I'm John Pitt um, from a small social enterprise in, in the UK called My Enterprise, and we um, support a number of adults with learning disabilities with micro-businesses or micro-enterprises. Where does this idea of supporting micro-businesses come from? It came some years ago working with adults in traditional day services which were run by the local authority. I could see people who had a learning disability but people who wanted to work um, had skills, had interests, had motivation. And I just started wondering, was there another way that maybe people could use those, those skills and that motivation to, to earn a bit of money and, and have all those kind of status things about employment where you're, you're not just somebody with a learning disability, you're actually somebody with your own business, no matter how small, and a different role in, in society, really. I suppose one of the things that struck me was that it's, it's that question that we always ask each other when we meet somebody we don't know of what do you do when we always ask about each other's work and a lot of the people that I knew with a learning disability didn't really have an answer to that. So, so that was kind of where the idea came from and started. My enterprise was born about nine years ago and it currently supports nine entrepreneurs with learning disabilities. 
It's a tiny structure that operates on a very particular kind of model. To get a business going, people need to deal with a fair amount of bureaucracy and they need to find a market for their goods and services. My enterprise does these parts of the job for the entrepreneurs with learning disabilities, providing overall support. So we're a community interest company, but we operate as a marketing cooperative. So we're a mutual, so our members, the people we support, control my enterprise, which exists to promote, support and promote their businesses and their business activities. So, and in, in that respect, it's, it's a very powerful model because we can provide the support that folk need with all sorts of aspects of their, their business. We have a, a tool to guide people through setting up and doing that legitimately with the other government agencies that anyone would need to register with and some of those sort of nuts and bolts things. But the other thing we can do is be very proactive in helping them to market their products. What I didn't say actually is that all of our member businesses are all food businesses, so everyone's producing food products. We have a market stall, so my enterprise runs a regular market stall in a local produce market, and any of our members can send their products for sale to the public through that stall. Some of our members really like that contact with the public and with customers. Other members wouldn't want to go near it at all because they're much shyer, basically. Um, but they don't have to because we can sell their products on their behalf. So we have here, our members have access to a very well-equipped professional catering kitchen, which is where they come in to make their products. Um, and if they were just doing this on their own, they wouldn't have access to those kind of facilities and, and um, resources. So it's, it's a very powerful aspect of the model that we can create a very professional working environment and the infrastructure that people can then take advantage of. enterprise is not really the typical example of a work integration social enterprise in Europe. But there is no such thing as the typical European wise. Each country sort of developed its own brand on a mix of historical, political and cultural specificities. Here's someone who can draw the big picture for you. Carlotta Quintão is a sociologist and a member of Atreses, the promoter of this study involving five European countries. In our five countries, which is uh, Portugal, Belgium, Austria, Italy and the UK, we find the three core countries where this sector is more developed, which is uh, Belgium, Italy and uh, Austria. The sector is strong and works with completely different models, but strong. That means that it is institutionalized, it is recognized by the state, there are policies toward it, and they also have a strong self-organization and representation. Then we have United Kingdom and Portugal, which are very, very different situation. In the case of the United Kingdom, the, the situation is deregulation complete deregulation of the market, so the state doesn't support anything, doesn't recognize any specificity of this kind of work with disadvantaged groups. And at the same time, it is a context very dynamic, very vibrant in terms of uh, social entrepreneurship. 
and creation of social enterprises, including some of them focusing on developing different models of work integration for disadvantaged people. In Portugal, it's the other way around. Uh, we don't have a spread culture of collective action around work. We don't have this bottom-up initiative towards more opportunities of work, more qualified conditions of work, etc. But at the same time, we had a visionary politician in the 90s that brought the model of work integration social enterprises into Portugal, almost directly from the French model. Work integration social enterprises are a very, very powerful instrument, in our opinion, to fight against poverty and social exclusion, so it was very promising. But the Portuguese society and social economy was not prepared to do so. So, here in Portugal, the creation of WISES was decided by decree. The state was to grant technical and financial support to any non-profit wishing to fulfill the mission of work integration. The mechanics of the model were, again, designed by the state. It's easy to recognize a cultural trait of my home country here. In a context where discussion and participation are lacking, even seemingly great ideas can fall flat on the ground. But we will actually never know to what extent the measure was beneficial. It was discontinued in 2015 and no study has been conducted on its impact. But let's now look at Belgium, Italy and Austria, where work integration social enterprises are perhaps more organically integrated in the overall economy and social policy. In Vienna, there's an organization called Job Transfer. It works with long-term unemployed, elderly work seekers, stay-at-home mothers wanting to get back to work, and refugees trying to find these people a job. They have developed different methods for this, the main one being what they call non-profit personal leasing. Thomas Riel, the managing director of Job Transfer, will tell you what that means. We employ our so-called transit workers. We try to find out uh, which job is the job they really, really like to do, what are the competences they bring with them, and then we are looking uh, with them for the right job. So it's just the other way around in comparison to profit leasing. It's not about companies telling job transfer what kind of workers they need. It's about job transfer telling companies what kind of jobs its job seekers need. This is only possible because job transfer has more than 12,000 partner companies in the Vienna region. The organization was born 15 years ago as the joint initiative of a vocational training center, the public employment service and labor unions from the metallurgical sector. About two-thirds of job transfer's budget is public funding. The rest comes from the earnings of the personal leasing itself. The organization coaches almost 2,000 workers per year, with most workers moving out to the regular labor market after three to nine months of integration process. Besides the leasing, Job Transfer has started a number of businesses, offering itself alternative ways to accomplish its mission. We have developed through the years more and more working places in our company ourselves with the goal to offer training on the job for the uh, people we try to get back into the labor market. We are in uh, building and construction where we uh, 
take part in renovation of schools and kindergartens of Vienna. We have a, a cleaning and facility management department which is running our own facility management as well. Then we have uh, an office department, three restaurants. We are working in a lot of fields and so usually we we do the, the work which could be done with three people, we do it with six to give them the possibility to work and to cope with the requirements of the clients. Besides the leasing and the internal businesses, Job Transfer offers work at the organization itself. We have equality targets and one of the equality targets says that at the minimum 45% up to 55% must be out of this pool of, of transit workers. And at the moment we are at the 55% and we had to make also this border on the other side just to get fresh blood from, from outside of the organization. Because the danger for, for burnout is uh, also higher in this part of the stuff because the situation they are in their life is not that uh, good and uh, out of that sometimes work is too hard for them and then they they stumble and, and they get into burnout or they have phases of longer illness. But uh, still we, we, we take these risks because we think it's a chance for them and it's a chance for us to stay very close to the people we are working with. We try to establish very colorful uh, stuff because uh, also the, the people we are working with are very colorful and we try to have a lot of points where we, are, where we can connect to these people. And so we have a, a huge mixture of, of different professions and qualifications. Uh, one thing which is important that you have experience of life, but also not the habitude to teach your experience, but just to share it. So it's, it's important not to act in a paternalistic uh, way, but to accompany like, like a coach and be a uh, modest in a way and to give room to the people and to their life and to their competences and be open-minded to learn from them and then the whole organization is developing as well. Let's pause here for a moment because human resources in WISIS is the core subject of the European study led by Atrezes. The project is meant to strengthen emerging professional profiles in the third sector. That's how the project is called, actually. Work integration social enterprises rely heavily on two main tasks, coaching and marketing. The better these tasks are performed, the more successful a WISE will be. Of course, with so many models throughout Europe, these two functions can have very different meanings. Anyway, the study compiles best practices and offers tools for organizations to work on the professional training offer for these profiles. Check out our website, scdiaries.org, for links to those tools. Coaching is really the DNA of a work integration social enterprise. It is not only about teaching someone a new job or general skills like punctuality or safety at work. In a broader, holistic approach to work integration, a WISE should provide not only 
job and employment coaching, but also life coaching, meaning support in solving conflicts, for instance, or figuring out the best way to provide care for a beneficiary's sick relative. On this matter, I had an interesting conversation with Monia Babini, who works as a mediation operator for SIL. SIL is a social cooperative working mainly with handicapped in the Emilia-Romagna region of Italy. The cooperative movement here is very strong and organized. SIL did some pioneering work on the professional profile of the coach, coming up with this denomination of mediation operator. Monia's job is to go back and forth between the worker, the company, the training center and the social services in order to produce a tailor-made integration path. She told me about a paraplegic computer technician she recently worked with and how her scope of action went well beyond the job itself. Jacopo è passato da un tempo pieno, durante il tirocinio faceva otto ore di lavoro, During his internship, Jacopo was working eight hours a day, but he felt rather tired, especially in the afternoon. Jacopo does a lot of sport. He used to be a Paralympic athlete. Eight hours of work made training impossible for him. We thought it was important to talk about this with the company. Now he's working part-time. He works only in the morning and he's able to fit his trainings in the afternoon. We thought it was crucial for him to keep exercising and having a social life through his sports network. The mediation operator goes beyond the simple integration in the labor market. She takes the whole person into account in order to optimize her trajectory and ensure a sustainable job position. Cerca di entrare nella totalità della persona disabile per ottimizzare il suo percorso e per rendere poi anche il lavoro duraturo nel tempo. Marketing is also an important part of a wise's job. Like any other company, they need to sell their goods and services. There's an Austrian wise called Bicycle, which was featured in this study. They provide on-the-job training for long-term young unemployed in the field of bicycle sales and repair. They need to market their products, classical marketing. But many work integration structures, being small and sometimes lacking trained professionals, perform poorly in this field. And there's a special challenge here for WISES. It has to do with the so-called social marketing. These organizations have a mission. General awareness of the impact of that mission is important for achieving it. Employers should be receptive to hiring transit workers on the grounds that it benefits society as a whole. And because most WISES depend on state funding, promoting work integration as a social and political value seems to make sense. But a lot of people feel uneasy about social marketing. Carlotta Quintan of Atreses can tell you more about the social marketing dilemma. Uh, many WISES face, for instance in Belgium, in Austria where they are more developed, They face this ambiguity or this um, dilemma. Should they advertise and, and use it as a, an added value to customers saying when you buy from Wises you are also uh, helping disadvantaged people? Or should they just want to put themselves in equal terms 
as a small and medium enterprise in the regular market and say you buy for the quality because at the same time it is real that sometimes if you advertise this mission of Wises people will be uh, suspicious it depends on the kind of services also but they can be suspicious or, or just you know again uh, the idea of, of charity so it is a dilemma and it's not solved. Job Transfer, the Austrian personal leasing organization, is definitely pro-social marketing. They like to spread their success stories in order to convince employers to participate in the project of a more inclusive society. Storytelling also aims to inspire job seekers and staff. Here's Thomas Gil again. Through the years I've been very cautious to say uh, this man or this woman has no chance to get into a job because uh, it's simply not true. There have been so many experiences that uh, it worked out in the one hand and it didn't work out with another one which looks at the first sight perfectly well equipped to, to go into a job. And on the other hand, uh, for example, we had just a man uh, who was sacked in his job after... 30 years in a very big company which had to decrease uh, the stuff and he worked in the warehouse and he wanted to get into a job at a restaurant but he uh, he had this uh, illness where you tremble very much so not the best <laughs> basis to get into a job at the restaurant but we employed him for a few months in our own restaurant. He was standing behind the bar doing the beers and, and the other drinks and he already served them slowly, but he did. And he was very cautious about that and uh, organized the whole bottles and, and everything was at his place. And he could discover that he can do the job in a certain way and uh, after a few months he got a job in this field uh, for a, a little association uh, who's running also a, a small cafe and he, he's doing the barman there and so that's uh, a big success story we can tell but of course uh, it doesn't work for everyone to get into the job within a short period but usually even a very short working period has a large impact on the people themselves. Job Transfer likes to tell its success stories. My Enterprise, the British marketing cooperative featured at the beginning of this episode, is not against it, but it refuses to promote its members' food products on the basis that they were made by entrepreneurs with learning disabilities. Different wises set different strategies and attitudes regarding their mission. And I guess this is the main point of this episode. Fighting poverty and exclusion through work integration is a powerful idea and it's being practiced all over Europe in many different ways. There's a lot to be shared and learned. So I would like to thank Universidade do Porto, A3S and its partners for inviting me on board of the EPP project and for co-creating this episode with me. Many thanks to our guests John Pitt, Thomas Gil, Monia Babini and Carlotta Quintão. In our website sediaries.org you'll find all the references concerning this episode and more. 
Credit for the music we use on our podcast goes to Poddington Bear, Alex Fitch and Adam Seltzer. Thank you for listening.